Hi friend, has anyone told you that you are amazing today? You, precisely you, exactly as you are. You may be listening to this dreaming of greener pastures and a life and career where you are thriving. Or you may feel like you're thriving and craving additional growth and tools to sustain your well-being. However today finds you, we honor that and celebrate the strengths that lie within you, those that are uniquely yours and that nobody can take from you. Settle in and imagine possibilities with us. If you need a boost of inspiration, then we're especially glad you're here. Always remember, you are enough here. You are enough. Love your strengths. Hi friends, it's Clifton Strengths Coach Kyle Johan Baker, and this is Love Your Strengths. Today, I am excited to have Joanne Machen with us. Based out of the Pacific Northwest, Joanne is an author, bookseller, freelance editor, virtual assistant, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. She writes contemporary adult romance novels that are sometimes chaotic, but are altogether lots of fun. Words many people would also use to describe her, actually. In her, in her free time, Joanne drinks boba, plays video games, and Magic the Gathering, and amasses large quantities of stationery and books, which admittedly she collects more than she reads or uses. She is married to a very nice man with whom she co-parents a very naughty Welsh terrier named Oliver. Joanne, welcome to the podcast. So excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me, Kyle. I'm really excited to chat about yeah. our strengths. So I, I know I just read your bio, but is there anything that you want to share beyond your bio? Uh, no, I think that pretty much covers it. I always feel, I feel awkward if people like tell me about yourself. I think the bio pretty much captures yeah. all of them. Well, I'm really excited to get to share the space. Joanne and I met years ago through another coaching community that I was a participant in. Joanne was supporting and running and we've kept in contact over the years. And really, it's exciting to have you here today. Yeah, that was a really long time. I know. I think both of us, our business and lives have like morphed into something else since that Mm-hmm. And I mean, especially like in that multi-passionate world, I think that's where like one of those places that allows you to really be freed, excited and adapt as you go, figure out and figure out like even where that next line is for you. Yeah. It- well, so as you know, with this podcast, we like to focus on one strength per episode. What strength would you like to talk about today, Joanne? We're talking about positivity. Yes. So I would love to start with that grounding definition, that Gallup definition for what positivity looks like. So people exceptionally talented in the positivity theme have contagious enthusiasm. They are upbeat and can get others excited about what they are going to do. So this is that textbook definition. It's meant to be that starting point. Joanne, I would love to hear from you. So just tell me about what this strength means to you and how it shows up in your life and business. Sure. I feel like throughout my life, I've always been a person who's been really upbeat, like you said, really enthusiastic. And a lot of people have like commented on that about how 
Um, I usually like a beacon of like light or beacon of positivity. I think one person was like, she's like an energizer buddy, which I think is really funny to think about. Yeah. And I like, I just want to first note that it's like, do some myth busting around this because I think the first thing we're going to talk about, like a lot of people are going to think about is like toxic positivity and people were like, you know, a Pollyanna who's like, always look on the bright side. You know, we're going to think about the bright side, see the silver liner. And that's not like a great thing in every single situation. And I think some situations that could be really hurtful to people who may be like going through some tough stuff and maybe suffering. And if you're like, let's look on the bright side, that can be like more damaging than helpful in that situation. And I don't think that's what positivity is. I think positivity is a force that can help people encourage and find hope in situations that may, you know, lack hope or I think that one of the things that makes positivity really helpful, constructive is like people who have high positivity, like know what the worst possible outcome is. Like, it's not like I go through the world thinking like everything's going to be rainbow and sunshine 24 seven. I go through the world pretty much very aware of what the worst possible outcome is, right? I know that. And that really relies on my strength. I have futuristic as well as strategic in my top 10, but I at all times know what the worst possible outcome is. I'm just making a conscientious choice to say, I know that things could go that way, but I'm making a concerted effort to say there's also a possibility of things going better than we had planned. I think there's a quote out on the internet that was really popular at one point. Like, you know, a lot of people like, oh, what if it goes this way? But I think we also think about it as like, you know, what if things turn out well? You know, and that's just what we're always asking. It is a relationship building strength. So it positivity is usually most influential or effective in relationships with other people. And it is relationship building strength in that even in like difficult situations, we use it to build relationship and encourage other people to find hope or find a silver lining in a way that's empathetic, of course. Like if you're having the worst day of your life, I'm not going to ask you to look for like the silver lining, right? Or hey, like, well, let's do some gratitude exercises. That's a really fun thing. I hate it when people ask me to do gratitude exercises. It's like, it's a, I, really strong just like that so i think maybe other people may find positivity sometimes superficial and i don't you know i always try to be genuine and really upfront with people people who talk to me like can probably understand that pretty blunt so but i think that positivity can be blunt and understand that there, there is a worst possible outcome but there's also a better possible outcome and understanding you know the reality of the situation is helpful to be grounding for positivity. In my life, I think in my business as well, I think that a lot of, I use a lot of humor, like a, a outreach to people in my marketing and my branding and stuff. I think that a lot of people are just magnetized because I'm like really, I'm really super easygoing. Like I said, I also have high adaptability. Re weirdly enough, related to my top 10, but 11, so I move. So a lot of relationship building strength. And I think that I, you know, I joke a lot. I'm a really goofy person. I think that's where positivity comes in a lot in my work. And I'm super encouraging. Even as an editor, for example, I, I offer constructive criticism. I'm correcting people. I'm giving people encouragement about their book. But I'm always trying to find, you know, a nugget of encouragement when I give people constructive criticism. Like, oh, your book may be, you know, need development in X, Y, and Z. But totally doable. And you've got a really strong... ABC in this book. So you're starting from a good place. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of a 
nugget about how that plays out my life and in life and in my work. I always think positivity is just like it's such a funny strength that they have because a lot of our top five, like they're second nature to us. So we don't think about doing these things in our life, right? Because like, for example, adaptability, you don't really think about like, oh, Kyle, I'm adaptable. You just think like, I just do, I roll through my life with these strengths and they feel second nature to us. And positivity is a funny thing for me because I never like had to work to be positive. It's just kind of something that mm-hmm. is, feels really like almost automatic yeah. for me. Oh, Joanne, you shared so many great nuggets and pieces of like what we can take away. I feel like each like each of these little sections that you shared, we could spend an hour talking on. And one of the things that I really want to like emphasize yeah. and highlight that you shared was that like positive. I loved that you had that difference, that definition between that toxic positivity and like what positivity as a strength looks like and really rooting that in relationship yeah. building as an aspect, because that is at a core, I think what really helps define it from also separate it from just optimism to what positivity looks like mm. as a strength because it is grounded in others it's grounded yeah. in bringing people along with this idea and going into that spectrum of like seeing possibility for like what could be and helping others see that light helping them build relationship build opportunity towards that yeah totally I think that you brought the optimism I spoke with therapist about and I think he puts it like strategic optimism, like we're not always just going to be have our heads in the clouds. We're really grounded in possibility and strategy and like the reality of the situation mm-hmm. at all times. No, and I mean, like, and with that, like strategic optimism, even that, like, it's not like we are running at 100 all the time. I'm not going to always be like no, spewing rainbows. No. Like, that's not the, no, oh, but not. there is this this hint it's easy for us to see that option for what good there can be yeah because i mean anytime we run at 100 percent all the time like we're going to be exhausted and so we have to figure out what are the right times and places that i can use the strength that's going to help me meet my goals and help me find success Have you ever wanted to influence what gets talked about on a podcast? Well, today is your chance. We are collecting questions, wonderings, and thoughts for what to cover on our podcast in future episodes. Whether your question is about how to use a strength, how to apply your strengths towards career development, or a challenge that you're running into life and you wonder, can strengths help me out with this? Go to the show notes or the description of this podcast episode and click the link to submit your questions for the podcast. It'll send me an email and I'll probably even reply asking you a few more questions. Thanks for doing this and we're so excited to cover these questions that you have and add to our community as we explore and love our strengths. I'd love to hear about how this strength actually shows up in your business or life. If you have a story or recent time where you've used it. Oh man, that is really hard. Let me just give me a pause for a second. What do you think about this? Yeah. The last few weeks of my life have been really hard. <laughs> I won't go to 
too much detail. And I, I like, I'm a human being just like anybody else's. I'm not going to be positive 3.7. And so I think that when life gets really, really difficult, instead of just trying to find like the positive side, the good, the good side of things, sometimes positive things, like we just need to find a place where we can be neutral and safe and, you know, and be like, you know, I think that, for example, oh, I forgot her name, but she, oh, I think her name's Tara, but I've met her via. She does a lot of like mental health kind of coaching. And she talks about how, like, I, we shared this thing where she's like, I hate gratitude. Left. And if you're not in a place where gratitude lives work for you, she said, like, pick five things that work. And I was like, that's so good. That's like such a grounded way of approaching like positivity. Like, I, my life may not be like rainbows and sunshine right now, but I could list five things that are working for me, you know, in a very neutral way. I'm trying to think, this is really hard in the past kind of, see, I just do it so like naturally that I just don't think about like yeah. positivity and something like the actual I know, just that's even like, as you say um, that, I was like, when you started this, I was like, oh, well, I mean, this is one of those challenges sometimes when we talk about our strengths as they're so second nature that we don't even think about it. They're just part of our life and our being that it. It just is, and it doesn't even take some thought, take any thought sometimes. Yeah, for sure. I even like that example that you provide of like positivity in times where like it's hard to have some, like it changes, it adapts to that, like five things that are just, that are just fine, that are just working. Yeah, like what's it's, working? Like, it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just, and so, and I think that it doesn't have to be all about these things that are perfect. Like we're not about perfection here. We're about figuring out how we make things no. work. Yeah. And I also like to think it's easier for me to sometimes to think about positivity in action with the other strengths. My top five are in some order. I can't remember. Input, futuristic, positivity, activator, and the fifth one's maximizer. And so it's a really fascinating, interesting mix because even when you think about it, it's like a lot of like making things as good as possible. Maximize and positivity are like, I'm going to make this as good as possible. And positivity, of course, is like, oh, you know, like this, this is the best way this could possibly be in my life. So I said, that sounds great. And I'm a very, very optimistic person. <laughs> I'm always, whenever I'm solving a problem or in a conversation with someone, always like, this is the best possible way, way this could possibly go. And I believe that this possibility is possible, right? And then, of course, strategic is lower down and, and quite uh, futuristic. My future is always like, yeah, like I can see that future. We're going to make that happen. Uh, you know, even if it's like, even if it's like a non zero chance of something happen, even if it's very low, as long as it's not zero, mm -hmm. I believe it. <laughs> For example, like, Am I going to win the lottery tomorrow? There's a non-zero chance that I could win the lottery. It is tomorrow, possible. Right? There's a non-zero chance. Exactly. It is possible. Logically, strategic mail, like, it's a point zero, 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 <laughs> one chance, you know? Um, but my positivity and my maximizer is like, positivity is like, there's a non-zero chance. And maximizer is like, that's probably not the best use of these resources right now. But so I like to think about it in like, the terms of my other strength. Yeah, I think that. In like a lot of my relationships with other people, I think that when I was in development, I was like a small child. I, I was like, like I had a very strong need reflex and be like, hey, I know this thing's like life, but at least you're not dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not only like those words, but I'd be like, you know, at least you don't have cancer. 
and like I would say some like very cringy stuff. I would try to pull my friends and be like, "Hey, I know that like that guy just broke up with you, but you know, there's always a another guy that who is probably more handsome or like cuter out there." And I will say that in those situations, I was not terribly empathetic. I was a teenager trying to like help people mm-hmm. see the best. And I do see that in other people who like, I do see that, that when people do that and now as a left work developed yeah. and self-aware person, I like, oh, well, that wasn't what that person needed at that moment in time. This is not a time for me to be positive or this is not a time for me to like show people the right side, you know, because that's not what they needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would went on a little bit of a tangent no, there, but I think that's a great uh, even story and example of like just positivity over time as it's like because a lot of our strengths, they like at least some of them have started like when we were young that you can often see a connection back yeah. to it. And when we were young, that doesn't mean that we were actually like good at it, but there were these natural inclinations right. that we had to say. Well, you know what? Like, I imagine like five year old Joanne like saying these things to me and be like, "You're right, Joanne." Like, you and it would help me in that moment. And over time, we're like, "Okay, like we can do this a little bit better. Like, we can integrate empathy yeah. in this and make it so that it's more than just this yeah. this band aid and make it something that's going to help us yeah. change in a way that really finds success." Yeah, totally. And I've spoken with a couple of other yeah, coaches about strength coaches about kind of what they call as the basement versus the balcony of your strengths. And the basement of a positivity is someone who just like avoids pain and tries to like band-aid over other people's pain or positivity in a way that's not very self-aware or may not be empathetic. In a way that like is like what we probably call blind optimism. Mm-hmm. Where you're like in in ignorance of every other like real detail and circumstances of the reality, what's going on, right? That's like, kind of a really a basement of, I think also like a basement of positivity. You could also just be like, you could swing the other direction, just head straight into like negativity, you know, being super, super negative all the time. I think that at the balcony, uh, like at the highest point of very well-developed positivity, you understand, I think is really, really in tune to the, the people around you having a really strong sense of empathy and understanding like you know this is the time when i need to be the life of the party versus like this person does not need your excitement right now what this person needs maybe something more grounded or gentle and understanding what that looks like based on like reading the rule and having strong empathy Mm. i like i really enjoy those examples and it makes me think of so when you are looking to invest in yourself your well-being like you know like making deposits in your own bucket are there things that you do related to positivity that help you to feel better, more like a whole person? Oh, that's such a great question. That's a great question because we don't spend a lot of time thinking about it. <laughs> Kyle, I think we're just always like, go, 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 go. And there's like self-care and then we're like, go, 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 go. Like, what are we doing to invest in like ourselves and our happiness? Self-care has been like really big for the past couple of weeks because of what's going on. I like and really difficult weeks I think like for me it's grounding back in what brings me joy and it's like really hard sometimes because when you're depressed or when you're anxious you're like you we hyper fixate on what's causing us anxiety hyper fixate on what's causing us stress or our depression um, and depression is like a really really tough role there to like negotiate with like you can't really negotiate with depression sometimes you know and I'm sure that 
you can you've been there and a lot of people have been there. But a positivity really tries to find like the easiest, lowest hanging fruit to find just like a spark of happiness. And for me, like 90% of the time, that's just food. I love food. I'm a huge foodie. So for me, it's like feeding my body. And like, I think that for someone who has a lot of like strategic thinking strength, like I get lost in my brain sometimes and I really neglect what is happening in my body. And the, some of that sometimes the lowest hanging fruit to get back to kind of my strength and positivity is just like going back to what I, what is joyful for me in my body. And that's the first and foremost, like on Maslow's hierarchy, you have to like feed yourself first before you can do anything else. And something as simple as that, like, oh, I'm going to pasta. I love pasta. I'm going to eat pasta. And that's just like a lowest kind of rung of survival. We can first do that. And then from there, like, I think we can focus on like kind of the other wheels, the other slices of our wheel of life. Like, for example, so there, like, oh, what makes me feel good emotionally? And that's just like, I, I love like laughing. So I find like a podcast or a video or a movie that just makes me laugh. And that really helps me like get away from stress, get away from anxiety and depression, at least just for a mm. moment. And I surround myself with people. And that's a, I surround with people who make me laugh, who bring me joy, you know, and I have those people in my life who can like, if they're not like actively making me laugh or trying to see right side, they're at least grounding me. And like, again, gratitude and the grounding in, you know, what is working and grounding me and validating my feelings mm-hmm. and stuff. And again, those, those may be just like little bits of, little bits of positivity that kind of just helps you get out of, you know, whatever hole of anxiety or depression yeah. you're in. I always, co- I always come back to laughter. That's, I think that's just like such a great medicine mm-hmm. for me. And I appreciate that you even present this in tears of like, I mean, not our like physical tears, but like in tears of like what you can access of like, what are, what is the easiest base level thing? And then we've got like a second order because we have different levels of energy or ability to access these things based on what's going on around us. Like, I mean, like to your point of food yesterday, like yesterday morning was kind of like one of those rough days. And I went to go for like usually I go swimming on Tuesdays and Thursdays and I was like, all right, we're swimming. Like it's going to be better. I get to the pool and they're like, oh, actually like the lifeguard is out sick today. So the pool's not open. And and I was like, like pain. And then I was like, (laughs) well, the pool is really close to one of my favorite boba shops. So I'm going to go get like, got a with some boba. And like, as I like stuck the straw in, took the first sip of that sweet goodness. And I was like, this is better. Like this is, this is that like soothing <laughs> yeah. those like those little bubbles of delight that like were helping to like lift me up in that moment. And we have to figure out what are our different degrees of how much time we have, how much energy we have to like invest in ourselves and make sure that like we as individuals are taken care of. Yeah, and I think that that's such a great first step is like that boba, that like sugary, yummy thing that you're going to eat, that salad, whatever makes you feel good. I think that once we, you know, feel good in our bodies and make sure we get to a place that's like not our lowest, you know, our lowest valley, I think that we make better decisions when we're in a place where we feel safe and we feel secure. And and that that's a lot of what we do. Like a lot of what we do is make sure we feel safe, we feel secure, we're making decisions out of a good mindset, out of a good positive mindset versus a mindset that may be pessimistic or not open. Mm-hmm. I love that. 
thanks for thank you so much for sharing that joanne like it's i think it's a great tool and practice for folks so final question what i'd love to hear from you is what's something that you're looking forward to whether it's in your life or your business like what's something that is giving you life oh i have two things to share and i'm trying to focus I, this is another positive jimmy thing again like last few weeks i'm like and it really rough so i'm trying to find these little moments of things to look forward to again like a lot of us and i'm sure this is a we have common experience right now. We're just going from day to day and saying that today I'm going to get to survive through today. Tomorrow's going to be a different day, but I'm going to focus on the present and see what's up. On Thursday, I'm getting a new tattoo, my second one. I'm really excited for it. Yay. On Thursday, I'm also being a therapist for the first time in like a week and a half. And this is a weird thing to say, say about my therapist, but I really miss talking to them. Um, we skipped last week because we got a vacation. I'm like, oh, Ren, I need to talk to you. I need you to validate me. And then next, next Monday, I think it's next Monday, I'm going to do live emo karaoke. And I'm really excited about it. Live emo karaoke. Yes, I said those three words in that order. Last Tuesday, last Friday, I don't remember. Last week, I went to see Yellow Card in concert. And it just awoken like all of my inner emo longings in my heart. And so next Monday, I'm going to go do emo karaoke. There's a lot for me to look forward to, and I'm really just trying to focus on those little moments of joys that are coming up in a way that feels like balanced uh -huh. and hopeful. So I, I have a lot to look forward to, and I thought things are on that. Yeah, upswing. no, and I mean, even like as I'm here with you, as I'm hearing you say this stuff, I can see how this is going to have like this impact, those things that we look forward to in the just whatever times it is that we're going through, like finding those moments, having those things that we look forward to. Like, it's why I asked that question, because I know how important that is for helping us stay connected. Yeah, it's like, it's always the little things, right? I'm not saying like, oh, I have a trip to life land in two months. I'm just saying like, I'm going to get a tattoo on mm -hmm. Thursday. I'm going to go pick to my therapist on Thursday. And maybe later that day, I'll go get Boba. It's like all these little things that I'm just like, so I think that, those little things and being grateful for those little things and having something look forward yeah. to makes all the difference. Well, Joint, how can people stay in touch with you if they want to hear more from you or about you? I my website's www.joannemachin.com. That's J-O-A-N-N-E-N-A-C-H-I-N.com. I'm on Twitter as well as Instagram at hey Machin. That's H-E-Y-J-O-M-A-C-H-I-N. And that's where the screen name across most platforms. So that's where I'm really not as present on those platforms as I used to be, but that's where, that's where I mostly hang out. We'll have all those notes, those links in the show notes. So check them out, connect with Joanne. And thank you for being here, for sharing, literally sharing your light, your positivity, and helping us really get this well-rounded view approach to what positivity can look like and how folks can really engage with it. Totally. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. I bet while listening to this episode, you thought of a friend or a family member. Sharing this episode with them would be a great way to help them feel seen for who they are. We want to take a moment to say a special thanks to our supporters, Opulence Abundance and Katie Lanias. You too can support the podcast by donating to our Buy Me A Coffee. You can find the link in the show notes. 
finally, this episode was produced by me, Kyle Johan Baker, and the music is by Secret Nation. Thank you for being you, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Peace.